0: Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, I'm coming to you from the uh, woods. I'm in a tree stand on Thanksgiving Day. I've been out here since uh, the break of dawn and I'm enjoying God's creation out here in the woods. I'm staring at some timber and a 30 acre pond. I don't know what you call 30 acres a lake or a pond. I'm not sure. But I can see it off in the distance. I can see some fields. With some what appears to be CRP 300-400 yards away on the opposite side of the swamp. And there's a bunch of songbirds flying here and there. Chasing bugs. Some uh, woodpeckers. I actually had a woodpecker on the tree that I'm in. The tree started... I felt like something was hitting me in the back and it was a woodpecker knocking on the tree. And I'm deer hunting with a recurve. I haven't seen anything yet, but the neighbor about an hour and a half ago shot twice. So I'm assuming that he he must have hit it on the second shot. If he missed the first shot, because I didn't hear any more. And so hopefully he has harvested food to supply his family, because that's what I what I am doing when I hunt. I'm harvesting food, enjoying God's creation, enjoying the challenge of hunting an animal, and then enjoying the benefits of it once I harvest the animal. And every time I harvest an animal, I thank the Lord for the harvest. And I'm always reminded about the the sacrifice. You know, the animal, I'm sacrificing an animal. And I'm, the animal is shedding blood. And is sacrificing its life so I can have life. And that's the way God created, ended up creating this earth that we're presently in. Is that life had to be sacrificed for life. And that's the cycle we're in. Well, Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice life for life so that we could have eternal life not just physical life on this earth and which is temporary but for our eternal soul because at the moment of conception you are a soul god knows who you are your name your life and from that point on you will live forever now animals Birds, deer, things like that don't have a soul and they won't live forever. They live at the point of their conception until their death. But we, since we have been created in the image of God, we have eternal life. Now, there's one of two places that we'll live according to Jesus. And that is one without Christ and our trespasses and sin would be In hell for eternity once we die. Now with Christ, if we accept Christ, we repent of our sins and we ask him to come to our heart and save us. It is heaven for eternity. We'll live with him for eternity and um, no more pain, no sorrow, no death will be heard of again. And that'll be an amazing thing. So we have that choice. And on Thanksgiving Day, I'm thankful that I was given that choice and I had parents that raised me to under, to be able to understand that choice that I had to make on my own. Because my parents couldn't make that choice for me. Uh, my grandparents couldn't, you know. Nobody else could. I have to make that choice on my own. And so I'm thankful for that. I'm also thankful for, you know, on Thanksgiving Day, the first Thanksgiving. I preached on the first Thanksgiving last um, Sunday night, this past Sunday night. And the first Thanksgiving was, um, they they had sincere thankfulness. There was the the pilgrims. You know, they had, they were fleeing persecution uh, from England and they had moved to Holland, but then they didn't want to get um, there by intermarriage, by the, because their religion wasn't exactly, they didn't agree with the Holland religion there and they didn't want that to intermingle and lose their convictions. So they moved to the free or to the new world. So, they left for Holland on the Mayflower, or, well, you know, eventually. They had a couple other stops, but they, with the Mayflower, sailed to Jamestown. And once they got there, they had a lot of sickness, they had a lot of death, Um, but their, their intentions were, and you can go read their journals, William Bradford's journals, uh, as he was riding on the Mayflower, he was the, uh, the governor and Miles Standish was the, uh, military general on the ship. And as they landed, you can read his journals that their, their intentions were to build a home for themselves, uh, according to God, God's ways and to evangelize to propagate the gospel to the new world so they they were they were on a mission evangelical mission uh, to to preach the gospel to share the gospel with the lost people in the world that was their intentions so they landed in the new world and they had half of their the people on the mayflower now i can't remember how many a couple hundred 250 or so on the on the ship i can't remember how many exactly maybe it was around 300 but half of them ended up dying half of them half of them died and but they continued their mission and they unloaded they, sh- they had no inns to rest in they had no houses There was no businesses, nothing. They had to start from the ground up. And unlike the lies were being told, they didn't steal the land from the Indians. They ended up, you know, negotiating with the Indians for land or for supplies or whatnot. And initially. And they ended up having to do that, get their houses built. And half of them died because of sicknesses and because of the the harsh winter. And when it was time for the Mayflower to go back to England, uh, none of the pilgrims got back on the ship that were still alive. They stayed to complete the mission that they uh, took part of. So they ended up founding the colony there. And they began building a town and they began preaching the gospel. And their first Thanksgiving was that following winter. And they had good relations with the Indians in the area at that time. And they had a Thanksgiving. They had a crop come in through that summer because the Indians taught them how to grow corn, you know, using fish heads for fertilizer and how to grow other things there in this soil that they, it was unfamiliar to them. But they ended up surviving through the next winter because they had help from the, the natives. And ultimately because of God, they decided that they were going to serve God and they were going to live according to their convictions that they had based on God's word. So they did that. And the first Thanksgiving was because God had sheltered them and provided for them through that year and through that winter and provided them food. And that's why we celebrate Thanksgiving. And. That's why I'm celebrating Thanksgiving. We're going to join our family here in a little while. We're going to cook a turkey and thank the Lord for the blessings that He's given us this year for the harvest. And every time I harvest an animal, that's Thanksgiving. I give Thanksgiving to the Lord and I thank Him for that provision, for that sacrifice that was given. So, I hope I hope that you are thankful on this Thanksgiving to God. We're not just this is the problem. Everyone everyone wants to be vague these days. So I'm just thankful. I'm thankful. I'm just thankful for this. I'm just thankful. Who are you thankful to? The pilgrims gave thanksgiving to God. You know, read Psalms 100. You know, give, uh, give thanksgiving. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you lands, and give thanksgiving. You know, another... Uh, Uh, psalms it says make a joyful um sing with harps and with strings and the ten strings with the instruments a psaltery and harp Uh, uh psalms 139 uh give thanks unto the lord for his mercy endures forever on and on and on um Just hopefully that hopefully our attitude is in the right place that we give thanks to God specifically for what he's done. And we can do that if we know Christ and we understand the sacrifice he gave us. So and that's what I'm thankful for is for his sacrifice for my my family, uh, the church family. um, All of our friends and I'm thankful just the list keeps going on and on. Just like that old hymn, count your blessings, name them one by one, count your blessings, see what the Lord has done. And it just goes on and on. So, you know, I could keep going a long time, but I won't for the time's sake. So, But I hope we're, we're in a thankful attitude and we give thanks to God for what he's done. I know we've been through a rough time this year with all these uh, false flags and Um, corruption, these globalists trying to take over and poisoning people with the vaccines. And we have a lot of people, um, we've had millions of people die just in the U.S. from the vaccines, and it's peaking still. You look at the insurance actuaries that are, they're showing a uh, 40% all-cause mortality, and that's from the shots. It was unheard of to see a all-cause mortality above maybe 6%, maybe 6 to 10%, maybe. Not even that. But it's at 40% all-cause mortality because of the vaccines. Um, I mean, they're not vaccines. They're bioweapons. You know what I mean? Um, but we have a lot to be thankful for in spite of that. God is still in control. And as 2 Chronicles 7.14 says, if my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven, forgive them of their sins, and heal their land. Happy Thanksgiving.